This episode of the Blowing Smoke with Twisted Rico podcast is brought to you by Spectacle Eyewear. Now, if you've been watching any episodes of this podcast on our YouTube channel, you might have noticed I've been wearing some pretty cool specs lately. Well, you know where I get them? Spectacle Eyewear, 505 Tremont Street, Boston, Massachusetts. Their phone number is 617-542-9600. Head down to Spectacle. Go visit our friend Paul. You'll get yourself some cool specs. Welcome to Blowing Smoke with Twisted Rico. I'm your host, Steve Ricardo. It's 2024, and we're now five years deep with this podcast. What a nice, fun run it's been since we started out in Pittsburgh, PA. Uh, We hope to continue to bring another year of interesting shows to you, like the one we have today. Sky Bar Luzardi, host of Sky Bar Rising on WMFO in Medford, Mass., returns to the show. And we're going to talk about some of our favorite releases of 2023. Of course, leaning towards the Boston music scene, since we're both in Boston. In fact, you heard one of my favorite songs from a Boston band to start things off. That was the Gypsy Moths with Tilt a World. Love that band. All right, check this out. We'll be right back with Sky Bar and a lot more. 
Being the big vinyl lover that I am, I'm proud to tell you about Joe's albums in their two locations. The original shop at 317 Main Street in downtown Worcester, Massachusetts, and their second location out in Western Mass at 5 Market Street, Northampton. Both of these shops are loaded with both new and used vinyl. It's hard to walk in either shop and walk out empty-handed due to their amazing collection of records and other cool goodies like t-shirts, mugs, posters, etc. If you can't find what you're looking for in the retail stores, check out their website, joesalbums.com. Thank you, Joe, for being so cool. Attention guitar players, I know you're out there. I have some exciting news for you. You ready? Put down that six string and listen. Stomp Underfoot are handmade guitar pedals by fuzz-obsessed Matt Pascarella. Matt makes every pedal using quality new old stock, absolute and rare through whole components. I know you know what that means if you're a, you're a guitar player, right? Every pedal is also entirely hand-wired, tested, and ready to go. If you want high-quality handmade pedals, check out Stomp Underfoot at stomponderfoot.com. Okay, we're going to get right to it this week. Uh, before we uh, play you the interview or the conversation I would skybar, we both reiterate this in our talk. You know, we make these lists up, but it doesn't mean that the order really means anything. It's like you come up with an order and, you know, this is the number one song of the year. This is the number 20 song of the year. There's really not much of a difference for me. You know, I mean, all the songs that we pick are songs that we like. All the bands we talk about are bands that we like. And you know what? There's a lot of music out there and we might be missing something. You know, um, that's what we're trying to do, though. We're trying to showcase as much music as we can to you. I know Skybar does the same thing I do. We want to get as much exposure for these bands as we can. All right. I know I may have missed a couple things on my year list. Uh, I did a couple weeks ago. And uh, like I said, it doesn't mean a damn thing. I'm sure I'll catch up to you bands that I missed sooner or later. All right, here I am with Sky Bar Luzardi from Sky Bar Rising. Welcome, YouTube users. This is Blowing Smoke with Twisted Rico. I'm your host, Steve Ricardo. If you want to hear this entire show with intros, outros, and music, please go to Apple, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, etc. All right. Please welcome to the show the host of the WMFO radio show, Rising with Skybar. It's Skybar Luzardi. Hey, always a pleasure, Steve, to be on your uh, podcast. You do an excellent job. Really Thank good. you. Thank you for coming on so early on a Saturday morning, Christmas weekend, because, you know, most people, if I try to get on to come anywhere before yeah. 11, it's impossible. But you you said, OK, I'll do it. Yeah. We don't but have a lot we... going on. I don't have a lot going on this Christmas. Um, <clears throat> and so, yeah, it's uh, I just did a list. I just on my uh, rising show on MFO, I just had a list of my top 10 releases so it works fits in perfectly we're going to get to that man because i'm excited to talk to you about that but i have to ask you a question that's totally sure. not related are you italian yes good because my show <laughs> my show charted in italy this week number 48 on the apple charts and i and i had to bring an italian guest on the show to appease my italian listeners <laughs> that's not how he works Saudi works on that end of it, yeah. <laughs> and that's not true, but, you know, I, I sounded good, didn't it? Because my last few guests have not been Italian, so I have no idea why. I think Christine Elise McCarthy is probably the reason why I charted in Italy, because, you know, she's an yeah. actress, you know? Yeah. And they all know, they probably know Beverly Hills uh, 90210, and they probably know Child's Play even more than that, you know? So. Yeah. Anyways, that's something funny I just wanted to bring up. So how's it going, man? How's the show been going? One of the things I wanted to ask you, and you can think about this as you talk about your show. Um, were there any shows this year that really stuck out in your mind that were like highlights of the show for you? For people out there listening, Skybar does a, a show on Boston Radio, w, WMFO. What night is it? Tuesdays? Tuesdays at 8. 
Tuesday nights at eight. You can listen to it on, you know, on the radio at 91.5 or WMFO.org, which is where I listen to it and where a lot of you people can listen to it. Um, I was, like I said, I was curious if there are any shows this year. Now I've given you more time to think. (laughs) If stuff that I had on. Yeah, that really stuck out that surprised you or that were excellent or whatever. Not so much much surprised me, but a guy I've been trying to get on for a long time. I think you've had him on is Rick Barton. Oh, I have not had Rick on my show. I used to work with Rick, though. I know. That's what I know. And you're a big fan of the outlets. And as I was, too, we discussed that when I was on earlier. But Rick Barton came on and that guy is uh, he's electric. And he has the stories he has. The stories he has was. So I was excited to have him on. I knew it would be good. And at that time, my show was, I'm trying to get a two-hour show. Because I really, when you have a guest on, as you know, and I play a lot of music, and I was quick. And Ricky was on, and he talked for about, we were about 40 minutes in. And he said to me, am I talking too much? And I said, no, that's what, we're here to have you talk. So, but he was great. He, he could have talked for two hours. At the time, it was just an hour show. It still is now. I'm trying to get it up to two. But at the time, it was an hour but he was fantastic. But I've had a lot of everyone that comes on. I really appreciate, but uh, I mean, he was probably like, I just had the guys from Shiver Lane come in. I don't know if you know, Neil and uh, Mike Gore from Shiver Lane. But let me say one thing about Rick Barton first. Cause I know I've known Rick for a long time. Cause I worked with the outlets and then I worked with continental started with everybody out a little bit and then continental. So Rick and I got, you know, we worked together for a while and uh, for people out there that don't know, Rick was uh in the outlets, and then he's a was one of the founders of the Dropkick Murphys, and he's he was with the band for like I don't know, three or four records, and then he split and he started doing everybody. He had another band, the Shadow Blasters, yeah. then everybody out, yeah. and now Continental I think is on their third record. So yeah, uh, yeah Rick Rick has stories. <laughs> he talked about the Dropkick Murphys, and and they're all like good now, but when it initially went down. It, it was uh it was bad for a while with him you know but now they're in a good spot and it's all worked out but yeah he left right before they broke out if you want to say if you want to call it that yeah and they're good now but he talked about that he talked about how um the outlet started he talked about it was it was an interesting interview i like that one a lot yeah rick but, hasn't but- come on my show yet because we haven't spoken to each other in a few years and that's a whole nother story but uh i also want to get dave on the show but he's been oh. elusive as well these guys are guys that have been friends yeah. of mine for like 30 years you know so it's right. kind of weird but you know what i just had P- peter prescott on the show for mission of burma and it's t- mm. you know we're up to 280 shows already so st- i'm just gonna keep plugging in whoever i can get you know but let's yeah. talk about your show man you get great people on. You get great people on your show. Thank you. So you, what was the band that you started talking about and I interrupted you? Oh, Shiver Lane? They I don't both, know them. Um, Neil, Lucy, and Mike Gore. Neil was in a band called Thinner. Oh, okay. Yeah, Thinner. Thinner. And they've been together. A lot of these bands have come together during the COVID times. Like COVID was very fruitful as far as writing and getting things done because they couldn't play out so i mean the people i talked to it's like that's when they that's when they get out is is when they record and, and make music is what during the COVID times because they had nothing else to do but they played live and i like when people play live on the show it's acoustic because you know you can't really plug in where yeah. i'm at but they were great but i've had a, i've had more guests this year than any other year that i've been doing this and i'm already getting, got like people lined up for 2024 for the first couple months wow did so, that you put uh, that far ahead yeah it's pretty yeah i got yeah it's pretty good i've uh, got a couple interviews coming up but that's it i it's really weird how i do things i'll go through a phase where i have like five shows in advance booked and then i'll be like the week before the show i gotta get somebody but people yeah. want to come on my show so um i only so, ask once like if i ask someone I don't beat people over the head with it. And it goes both ways. Sometimes I ask people, sometimes people ask to come on. But if I ask someone once and I like get you know, a pushback, or, then I kind of let it go. I'm not going to, you know, I'm not going to. Yeah, I don't beg either. I don't beg right. either. Some people do. Some people in the in the scene do, they know. <laughs> well, there is one person that I've asked and tried to get on my show for like two years now. And I can't 
nail him down and I'm going to call him out right now. Dave Smalley. <laughs> I've been trying to get Dave on the show. He keeps saying he's going to do it, but he, uh, I know, I guess he's not doing very well right now. He's having some health issues, but uh, for a while we came really close, but I couldn't get him. But most people I'm with you, I'll ask once or twice. And if they don't respond, then. Yeah. I had your chance, man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I feel the same way. Yeah. So what other shows do you remember from this year that stuck out for you? I'm trying to think who's been on, but a lot of people have been on. Linda Bienz from Girl of the Hawk was on. Uh, she's always so positive. And um, have, have you had her on the show? She's one of the most positive, like everything's upbeat. And uh, she was on, and they just signed with Rumba. They're on my, they're on the list. We'll get to that in a minute. But um, she came on, but a lot of people have come on the, the most Justine came. The most tragic one was Justine came on. Justine Koval, right before she um, passed away. But we'll get to that a bit too. With uh, yeah, well, I wanted to talk about some shows. Yeah, a share. lot of a lot of. I appreciate anyone that comes on, and those are just the ones that stick out in my head most recently. Like I said, it's been a busy year with people coming on. I forget if I think Sal might have come on. This Sal Badlio might have been on this year. He's always entertaining. Yeah, I had Sal. Sal's great, man. Right, he has his own radio thing now. On um, I forget what it is, Wave Radio maybe, but he he does a show. He has a radio show. It seems like a lot of people are jumping on the on the, on the, the podcast bandwagon now. Yeah. But I'm not going to say I'm an original, but I've been an, I'm going to be five years. Oh, you are five years in uh, January. So I mean, you know, I'm uh, um, yeah, so, no, you are. So do you have some people coming on that, that in the near future that you can tell us about? Who do I have lined up? I have a girl named Brittany. Oh, geez. I forget her last name. From I really Sense put senseless optimism, a band. that I like, I think I talked about them when I was on your show before they're a different sound. They're not rock. They're not, um, I don't know why, like maybe R and B ish. That's cool. On, um, Linda's coming back on in, in about Linda Viennes in about four weeks. And um, Speed Fossil, what's his name? Garrett. Garrett's coming on. So, I mean, th th those are just in the coming year, but there are already a few people I'm, I'm, I'm thinking about reaching out to. But I. Uh, and these are all like Boston people. They're all Boston people. Yeah. If you uh, interviewed people from outside of the Boston yeah. scene. They um I've had some call-ins from um Jesus what the you had Susie Moon right yes I was, okay yes yeah. Moon that was wicked interesting Susie yeah, I had Susie too she just had a baby and Hillary Burton from um, L A she's in a couple bands that I she's in a, band, a couple bands I used to follow but um Hillary Burton from L A called in but yeah it's mostly Boston people yeah I'm, i i have a lot of boston people but a lot of out of towners too you have a lot you have a, you have a wide uh a wide reach with your show yeah yeah i'm trying to cover all the genres the mike t is from the alarm that was i just did my top 10 in general my top 20 in general list and i had the alarm number one you know the song whatever i saw because, that i saw that yeah mostly yeah. because of the story he told about how he was laying on his deathbed and he had to lay on his side for half the day because he had cancer right. and they made him lay on his side and he was listening to music and he heard whatever gets you through the night by john lennon and right. it influenced him to write this song whatever and the song's yep. great, but it's the story behind the song right. that actually right. got me. And yeah. uh, he was really something to talk to. I'd met him like years ago when he was when the alarm was together, you know. And uh, of course, you know, he we he wouldn't remember that because he met a million other people. But it was just right. a, a meet and greet type thing. But he was fantastic. That was one of my highlights of the year for sure. Um, yeah. Do you want to do you want to talk about your your national picks first or do you want to do your locals we can go either way let's do the local stuff okay i got my list here i'll let you go first and i'll tell you why i had on on my list i get the shanghai lows and this is in no particular order this is just 10 it's not in like one to ten and another i, I gotta say nothing about lists in general i say this every year i mean this is just my list and everyone should have a list because that means you're out there and you're supporting the scene and you're buying things you're going to shows so this isn't like the definitive list. Someone could have a list of 10 others that are totally different. 
Yeah, I, I feel bad after I feel bad after I put my list out that I realized I left people off of it. And, and I was too. like, oh man, and I hope they too. don't think I like their records because I did, you know. I did the same thing, and then I thought about and this is a pet peeve of mine. So, was, well, you should do an honorable mention thing. And I'm like, not doing that because because then you get into how many you do five honorable mentions. I'm like, how many honorable mentions are you gonna do? And this then is gonna one, be my this is gonna and be then my honorable left off of that list. Like, no, you left the left off. Your I'm like, right, just doing ten. And I preface this always by saying, you know, I played a ton of local music, new releases on my show. And so, you know, if, if I played on the show more than once often, then, you know, they, I like the band. I like their release. Yeah. But I'll get to it. I got I got it written over here. because Shanghai Lows with Aces, Eights, and Heartbreaks. And a lot of these mm -hmm. are rumba. That's a rumba record. Um, I mean, that's a super group, Shanghai Lows, you know. Oh, yeah. Dan and Jen and Lee and Chai. I always, I don't know, Chuck's last name. I'm not sure how you pronounce Ferreira. it. Ferrera. Ferrera. He's in like nine yeah. bands. Yeah. I, mean, Eddie, like Eddie, I think Eddie Japan's like his main thing. Yeah, that's right. But um, Girl with a Hawk, put it, put, they just put this out called Keeper Lit. And Girl with a Hawk, they, I mean, Linda's been around a while in the scene, but I think that's that first, uh, it's an EP, Five Stones. I think it's that first release that they put out. Cold Expectations, Static Reactions. That's all, That was a Red on Red, one of the last Red on Red releases. Brad Marino put out Grin and Barrett. Yeah, Brad, Brad, as you know, is like <clears throat> as hell. I mean, he puts something out like twice a year usually. So, so you're you're looking your list is more New Englandy, right? Because yeah, isn't Brad right. from like New Hampshire yeah. or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Brad's New Hampshire. Yeah, it's not just Boston. It's not restricted to Boston, Somerville, Cambridge. It's, yeah, but I mean, Justine and the Unclean with a signal light. Sadly, like I said, she was on the show two weeks before she passed away. Oh. With uh, yeah. With Janet Egan, Janet was on with her, her best friend, and so that was uh, yeah. so that was obviously like one of those. And I don't save all my shows. I don't. I don't like. We cannot. You don't. Well, I, I don't know if we. No, I don't. I don't. I, I'm starting to save more. But that was one of the first ones. I'm like, I gotta save this. I mean, you know. Did, just... did you Did you guys talk about Malachite? Briefly. Briefly, because yeah, you know she's at the time the label. She talked a lot about the label, yeah. and that and the release. Because I said to her, I said, "You have this label, and you're kind of," she said, "You've kind of ignored my own music, like Justine and the Unclean." She kind of, and so she put out the Signal Light, which was a lot of songs that had been out prior, which a lot of bands do. They put out like five singles over the course of like seven eight months, then eventually it becomes a CD or an EP or something. That's like that. the thing now. That's the thing. Yeah, I get uh, stars like ours better every day. Michelle Paulus. Yeah, they're like a three-piece. I don't know if you'd call them a power trio. I got they're like a '90s alt rock band. Yeah, Rice and Kristen uh, Edmondson. Yeah, they're a great band. Uh, better every day. That's also on Rumba. The Jack Lights. I don't know if you know of the Jack Lights. Oh yeah, they're on my list too. Nalaja <laughs> McCoy. That I've. I got on the Jack Lights early. Like they again, they haven't been around long either. They haven't been around, I don't think, more than they were a pandemic band. Oh, she came on. She was on my show this year. Another great they all came on, the three of them. And um they formed around the pandemic, but I liked her from the start. I just like their sound. It's a different kind of um distorted guitar thing sound. And that that was called Final Girl. It was a great video yeah. for that song, as you know if you and I, I we mentioned them earlier, Continental with Hello. That was their uh, rumba, Rick Barton. We already talked about Rick. Band called One Fall. I don't know if you know of One Fall. I they don't. Uh, you should look into them. Helen McWilliams has also been in the scene for a long time. Oh, uh, yeah. Is Helen? Oh, that's Helen's band? Yes. Oh, yeah. She's She's been around, definitely. She's been around. But this is, they're, 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 they're probably the, uh, the only. The Giant. The Giant, I think, was her first band. Yeah, she's been a bunch. She's, she's yeah. been around. But this was, that. that's the, the only real punk uh, album, I think that, that release that I have on this list because it's definitely it's called Spine First. I don't know, it's a five song EP, and uh, it's great. And the funny thing about that EP is, as you, we talked earlier about my Springsteen thing when I was on your show a while ago, they cover Born to Run, and it's Get out, EP, and it's a fantastic cover. And I had I, I talked to specifically about that. I said you covered Born to Run. I said I'm a I'm a huge Springsteen fan, and um. 
you did a hell of a job with it, but that's they put it on the EP, so that's on there. So the highways jam with broken right? heroes. Yeah. Uh, I mean, they, 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 do a great, they do a great job with it. That's on there. That's nine and tenth. We got the family township. We've I gotta, also, I, I gotta they, get, I gotta spend more time with that new record. I haven't listened yeah, because they had a hiatus, right? Because they were they've been around for a while too, but and it was called 20th Century Wasters. And that's 10 uh, that's 10 locals right there but the only one that's not yeah brad's not really from the area but uh the other people are all right around here i don't i ha you know township came uh, out and broke onto this scene okay. when i was not living here so i never really got to experience them but a lot of people you know alejandro necochea love saying his name you know, is in that band. He's one of Glad the. Glad you said band. it because that's another. I would have been able to pull I out. practiced it a lot before I had him on the show. Necocheo, Necocheo, Alejandro Necocheo, and I'm not even Spanish, but I think I did a good job. Yeah, I don't look. think he's Spanish. Either. I don't know what he is. <laughs> is he Chile? He's from Chile, I think. Chile. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I gotta, I gotta check out Township. I've checked out some of their songs and stuff, and I was like, wow, these guys are really good. They're like an American Southern rock band almost. You yeah, know, they yeah. got like they not... throwback. Yeah. Yeah. I like them a lot. That uh so that's the 10 locals. And I try to um most of these bands, I see all these, I go see all these bands. Like I'm looking, yeah, I've seen them all many, many times. So Carissa must not have had Carissa Johnson must not have had a no, new no, uh... oh that's that we're gonna get to that. We're gonna get to that. That's, oh, that's you're still going? No, that's it for the local. No, that's. <laughs> I, I, well, I'll jump to it now. See, as as we discuss, sometimes I'm like, oh my god, I got to get ten in, but I really like twelve or like eleven. Carissa Johnson is in Brooklyn, so yeah. under a technicality, I threw uh, her in the list. Yeah, but she's still an Arlington girl. Come on. Well, no, she's from um, Andover. Oh really? I thought she was from Arlington. It was in North Andover. Wow. Oh, you yeah. know her well. She's been on your show a million times. I haven't been able to get her on my show yet. Well, tough to nail. And now she's in Brooklyn. It'll be even harder. But but you you do the Zoom stuff. She can do it from anywhere. Yeah, maybe you can help me get her on the show because I'd love to have on her on the show. Work on it. Say so you gotta get on that Ricardo show. I've been on. It's a hell of a show. <laughs> what I can do. She's on. Do you, Do you want to hear my list? Yeah, roll. I put together a Boston list just for you. Did you do? Did you do just? Did you do releases or just singles? Well, I wrote the albums down here too, but okay. I just did singles when I did my top twenty, and yeah, it was Boston heavy because uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, eight, eight of the bands in my in my top twenty national list are Boston bands. Can it yeah, I can, Boston? I, would, I can see that. Yeah. This is in no order. Also, the Jack right. Lights Final Girl uh, EP. They didn't make my top twenty, but I thought about. I thought really hard. They could have been on it. Uh, been one of the honorable mention, one of the first cut list. Yeah, they know I love them, man. They oh yeah, know, they, the two bands that uh, Justine surprised me with were, were them and Canyons and Locusts, yeah. and they're both in my my list. Canyons and Locusts put out an EP, and they have a song called Buck Dharma's Eyes that I love. Yeah, like those two bands, Justine actually approached me about. I think really? I might have said something to her to the effect of, "Can you recommend some of your newer bands?" And she told me about canyons and locusts that i listened to and i was like wow this is great and then i went and saw right. the jack lights yeah similar cage and locusts are just uh two people right? yes Ju justin and amy and they're they're not even both here one's in arizona and one's, one's here the, yeah, i like them a lot I yeah i show you um, so there's two right there that you know that are yeah. endless blaming on whitman i don't know if you know them um Dude, they had a not. I should know more about it. I've heard the name, but yeah. You should get them on your show because they're really good. And uh, Max, yeah. the singer's father, is Kurt Davis, a.k.a. Yucky Guype from Bolt La Volta. So oh, there's some like serious like bloodlines at work there's there. there, yeah. And know. they had a song called Confidence Back. It's only 49 seconds long. You can fit that into your show. Oh, yeah. And uh, it's on that Switch EP, which I really like a lot. And then this next band was on my top 20 list, the Croaks. Uh, oh, Cro Steve's Cro a daughter. Yeah, Crocus Pocus, the song Big Bug was the one that got me. I saw them 
which we'll talk about in a little while at the Justine Tribute show. Yes. Uh, Anna from the band, the singer, was on the show. Haley Wood yes. is uh, Justine's daughter, as you mentioned. Um, kind, Close Encounters. Um, you should check out the cover they have, by the way. They just released. They were on a Creedence Clearwater Revival tribute record. And they did a cover of I Heard It Through the Grapevine, which really wow. isn't a Creedence song. But Creedence made right. it famous because they did like a 10-minute version of it. Right. Kind is really nails it. Daryl Shepard, you can't go wrong with his oh, guitar right. playing. He's great. Uh, this band you might not know. They're called JVK. They're like a really I young... Do. I do know of them, and and they're. All right, we can talk a bit about JVK. I've reached out to them, and they're tough to get feedback from. But for me, anyway, I'm surprised. Uh, the singer Joe Krieger, I I she yeah. I follow, was following her on TikTok, and I just said to her, "Hey, I have a podcast. You want to do it?" And she was pretty receptive. You know, yeah. I mean, they they their their base is not what I would. I've been doing, I do a lot of analytics on who listens to podcasts and who doesn't. And I don't have a lot of young people. <laughs> yeah. Well, they don't listen. They don't listen I, as much. I'm I, talking I Gen Z now. Millennials, I have a lot of, but Gen Z, I haven't been able to crack that market. Oh, yeah, yeah. Same. But, and I've, I've, um, <clears throat> yeah. And a lot of their songs I can't play because they're, uh, you know, FCC regulations. Because I have looked, I've looked in a, I've looked into them a lot. Like they're, they have a new EP out. What is it called? Who the hell is JVK or something? Yes. I looked into that and something. I like a lot of their stuff. I mean, I'll go. I'll try and get back to them because I actually sent a. Uh, it was via Instagram. I sent a, me a message again saying I have a radio show. If you send me your music, I, I I'll throw. Did it they up. respond? She she did. Uh, uh, they I don't know who responded, but someone she, did respond. It was Joe probably. And and they were like, sure, no problem. I'll do it like tomorrow. Let's and and there was nothing after that. And I'll help you get her. I'm like, all right, but I I might I might reach out to them again. I'll do I, a swap for you. You get me Carissa, yeah. or I'll get you Joe from. Because I do like their sound, and um, I guess I, I think a lot of the songs I can't play on air, but. Oh, I keep yeah. You're regular. Yeah, I can play yeah. whatever. The, I can play whatever the fuck I want. Oh, which is great, <laughs> and I do let that slip a lot and intentionally. On, on the airwaves, if a song has one fuck in it, I generally will let it go. I'm like, Come I on. think grinding my teeth is is uh, vulgar free. If I'm that's yeah, one I know of the songs, and only have a couple that are vulgar free. Yeah, uh, back to my list. The long wait. I love that band. They just put four songs out, and they called it demo. Five songs and let it burn. I really love. You know, it's an all star band. You yeah. know. Uh, Daryl Shepard, Mark McKay, Steve Rustine, Jamie Sharapa, and Glenn Dudley. You know, they all were in big bands before, and I, I love them. Shanghai yeah. Lows, of course, are on my list. Aces, Eights, and Heartbreaks. Yeah. Takes one to no one made my singles list because, you know, they, they are one of the best bands in Boston, basically. I well, think. The players alone, the, like I say, the, the, they've all been around. They've all been in great bands prior. That kicks in at the end. Is that the song that kicks in at the end? Kind yeah, of yeah. Yeah. You know, Lee Harrington's in your band. You can't go wrong. And that's no, yeah. that's not dissing the other members because, no. you know, because they're all, they've all been in really well-known bands, but Lee was in the neighborhoods. Yeah. We've discussed the hoods <laughs> in the past, the hoods in the LSPNR. Yeah. I don't think I've met, I've gone through one show where the hoods name hasn't come up. I, I people make fun of me because of that, but I don't give a shit. Well, man. yeah. It's, it's, that's yeah. my history, man. They're my history. Uh, well, yeah. Juliana Hatfield, Juliana sings ELO. I can't leave that record off any list because it's so great. Even though it was a covers record, yeah. she absolutely nails it. I, I'm not a big ELO person, but I believe that she does a hell of a job with it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I put the song Telephone Line on my top 20 songs of the year. And like I said, it's a cover, but here's yeah. one I'm surprised that you didn't mention the Gypsy Moths. I had, uh, I, I've had them in. I had them both on. Well, we got we're going back to the honorable mention. <laughs> and I've had I know I, I get to pick ten, right? And yeah, I love. Yeah, that sound, was it called Sounds On. That really Sounds On's the album. Tilt the World is an absolute yes. gem of a Great song. song. Great song. They played that live on my show. They're very musical. You know, that's what I love them. Their their instrumentation and everything's really good. 
I mentioned canyons and locusts already. Yeah. Justine and the Unclean, the sig Signal Light, great yeah. album. Sweet Denial, the opening track is brilliant. I feel, God, one week after the record was released, Justine passed away. And uh, yeah. let me just tell you my last song, and then we'll talk about that yeah. benefit, because I was going to bring up shows. Last on my list, Bang Camaro, We Know You Know, from mm -hmm. BC3. And I don't know if there'll ever be another Bang Camaro show. Because Bryn Bennett told me he's out of the picture now. And I don't know whether Alejandro has time with Worshipper. If you're watching projects, on YouTube, yeah. I'm wearing my Worshipper shirt. Yeah. One of my favorite Boston bands. And um, they got something new coming out soon. Worshipper do this year, yeah. Well, yeah, I can't wait for that. Yeah. Um, yeah, so Ben Camaro, I just, they're a novelty act. And I tell that to their, to their face. They don't seem to mind. I think they know they're a novelty yeah. act, but yeah, it's they still good. Are. It's and it still works. Good. Now you were at the Justine Koval yeah. tribute show. Yeah. Man, they put together one hell of a great tribute show there. I mean, that was one of the wow. I mean, I knew when you had the bags on the bill and they were going to reunite, it would be good. And I'll let you in on a little scoop. And I don't care if they if if no one else knows, but John Hardy, I exchanged some messages with him, the bass player. They're coming back strong in 2024. Wow. That'll that'll probably be on the upcoming list, I can imagine. Oh man, I mean the bags. Talk about a band that was revered in their time, you know. The, yeah. the bags were like a great three-piece band. We saw them, the bags a handful of times. I don't know why, but yeah, I saw I see I back I'm talking again, you know, back in the day. I saw them four or five times, but I didn't see them like like the neighborhoods. I didn't see them religiously, but yeah, I saw them, yeah, they were and they were great that night they the played they those two bands played a lot of shows together the yeah. neighborhoods and the yeah. bags and for a while the neighborhood started sounding like the <laughs> their songs what's that they're rubbing off on each other you well you know the cult i think that they both must have listened to the cult a lot during that era um i'll tell you a story I was at Enigma Records. I had the neighborhoods. It was a one-off deal. I got a job working at Roadrunner. And they started this, this label called Emergo Records. So I get to New York after I left Enigma. And I'm like, I was in the process of signing the bags. I, I, I love the bags. I wanted them on Enigma too, you know, with the neighborhoods. I left... I got the neighborhoods to come with me. We agreed. They signed a long deal. Then, but but Enigma tried to keep them. So I had to have a bidding war with my old label for my band. And then the bags, we kind of, you know, we kind of split. <laughs> they got the bags. So I almost had the bags, almost oh. signed them. And um, I was the one that wanted them. But yeah. those guys like said, we're going to fuck Ricardo. We're taking them. <laughs> They did. They're my friends, all of them over there in Enigma. Yeah. So I don't mean that in a bad way. But yeah. well, <laughs> Enigma folded about 25 years ago. So I don't even know if anyone's even, you know, listening. Right. But right. Scott Vanderbilt, Julie Chrysler, actually, uh, who's from Boston, she used to manage the Dogmatics and a bunch of other bands. She worked with me at, at Restless Enigma and she wanted them too. We all did. Bags were great. But um, Dogmatics like, having a bit of a resurgence. The Dogmatics. Yeah. Oh. It's great, isn't it? Another, another just... rum bar, another rum bar uh, capture, I guess you call it. We love rock and roll, you know we do. Yeah, yeah. Um, one more thing about the bags is, um, I think that they were so good that night at, oh. at the Justine tribute that it must have spurred something up inside of them to think, Maybe. "Wow!" Maybe. And you know they got the best drummer in Boston. One of the two, I have to say, one of the two, Walter Gustafson's yep. my other favorite drummer. There's other great drummers yep. in Boston. Mike Peel, oh, cool. you know, Mike Peel's great. Yep. And uh, Pete Caldez. And I could name a bunch of drummers in Boston that I love, but one guy that was awesome, he passed away a few years ago, Sean McLaughlin. He would be on my list of great him, drummers. I don't know. He had a band called Smorgasbord. They were kind of a jazz fusion band, yeah, you know. But Megan McLaughlin and Kate McLaughlin were her uh -huh. sisters, and they used to have bands together and stuff. But anyways, um, Jim Genota can still hammer. Yeah. 
<laughs> he's got to be 60 by now at least and he can still lay down the lumber pretty good man he's active he's still active in a lot of bands yeah yeah yeah, you know, whenever he plays with Nat Friedberg, those guys are yeah. great to get. Well, they had the upper crust, but then Freeloader, I saw Freeloader, mm. uh, you know, talk about that in a minute. So the Justine Koval tribute show, uh, I love Justine. You know, I was going to go regardless, but when I saw Minahan was playing, yeah. I was like, Dink, oh, the Dink neighbor. What's that? He goes by Dink Pinkerman on uh, <laughs> his um, Facebook persona of Instagram, whatever it is. Uh, Dink Pinkerton. Pinkerman. Pinkerman, yeah. Oh, is it man? I thought it was Pinkerton. Pinkerman. I don't know where it comes from. Dave. Well, when I saw that on the list, I called I, I called Lee up and I was like, tell me right now the hoods are going to be doing like a trip. And he's like, no, yeah. we're not. And he wanted to do it. I'm sure. Dave and he was didn't fun. want he, he introduced, remember, he, didn't he introduce us? Lee he come up did. and introduced Funny as always. I think that was an impromptu thing because I was hanging out with Lee over at the uh, uh, Burn because Shanghai Lowe's play at 8 o'clock that right. night and I went saw him. Luckily, I rushed over because I would have missed the croaks and that's how I found out about yeah. the croaks. Uh, yeah. I, missed, I missed Jay Allen's band, but then when I got there, the croaks were on stage and I'm like, who the hell is this? So right. I went up to the stage and I watched them. And then when they ended their show with that song, Big Bug, mm. I just fell in love with the band right then and there. Because it's funny, when I had Anna on the show, I said, I never thought she'd say yes. I said, have you ever heard of Fairport Convention? She's like, I, yeah. I they're one. That show. Yeah, yeah. She's like, yeah, they're one of my favorite bands. And I'm like, what? How does a 22-year-old... No then know who the hell Fairport Convention is because if you listen to their music, they 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 have that sound in there, you know. Well, you might they, have some insight. Are they going to put something out next this coming year? There was there was just a thing on their uh, Instagram page. I just saw it yesterday where it looked like it was hinting at something new. I think they know how good they are. Yeah, I'd love to get them in the upcoming year. Yeah. I, I didn't know if he, I, I, you know, I asked Anna and I mm. said, if you want to bring Haley with you, but Haley didn't come, but that's fine. Yeah. You know, some people don't like to do interviews, you know, and they leave it yeah. to other members of the band, but uh, getting back to that show and um, trying to think of who else was there that night. Minahan's band was great. I was really surprised when they played the wet leg song. Because no one knew the other songs. He comes out and plays yeah. all brand new songs. And I remember standing, I've, I was with uh, Duncan Wilder Johnson, and we're looking at each other like, what the hell? What songs are these? Never heard any of the songs. Right. Manahan can do whatever he wants to do, though. Well, I heard, again, I, you hear rumblings all the time with, with, with them putting something out, with they putting something else out. And what they do or not, I don't know. But I've heard, I've heard that they're going to put something out. Not not a neighborhoods thing though. Like I don't think Lee or obviously Johnny Lynch would be involved, but I think he's doing something. Dave and I text, you know, we've texted each other. And when I when I do and I've asked him to come on the show, he bluntly says he doesn't want to talk about the neighborhoods. And he knows that he can't come on my show. Like, show really? Imagine I had Peter Prescott on the other day. He's coming out next week, actually. Imagine if he said, Oh, I can't. I don't want to talk about Mission of Burma. I'm like, right. <laughs> like Rick, like even Rick, Rick, when Rick Bott was on, like, I don't want to talk about the Murphys, you know, because, but he, he'll, he'll talk about anything. For a while, he didn't want to talk about the outlets. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but he's, yeah, he's beyond that, thankfully. He'll talk about all that stuff now. There's a, there's a, uh, a, a special uh, outlets, like, not a box set, but I forget, you know, it's going to have be a big package deal coming on. I about this. Like well, I talked to Curtis the other night and this, that's a ways away still. They don't have, they're, they're still trying to, they're still trying to find these unreleased tracks, which are out there somewhere, which he thought I would have them all, but I don't have them all. There's tracks that they did in, in 1980 that I just don't have. It's yeah. like, cause they did, that band has like an unbelievable history, man. They could have been one of the hugest bands ever, yeah. you know, but Curtis and I always say that the greatest song ever to come out of the Boston scene is best friends. You know, I mean, it's yeah. absolutely. And you know, the neighborhood's prettiest girls, right. You know, right beside it, you know? Yeah. 
So I'm proud to say I get to work with both of those bands, you know. Um, So getting back to the Justine show, I'm trying to think who else played. I mean, I I remember seeing. Oh, it. I I feel like we're missing one band, but yeah, Tom Baker. Tom Baker, of course. David Minahan. Um, I think you got him. There might be one other that we're missing, but I think you got most of them in there. There was that jam at the end of the night with all Justine songs. There was another band, and I can't remember the other band. Sorry. Talk about all of them, but we we got most of them in. Yeah, it was a great night. I didn't go to a lot of shows last year, so I'm going to tell you the bands I saw that I liked, and then you could tell me what shows you went to, because I did not go out a lot this year. I saw The Long Wait at Notch Brewery. I went to the Justine Colvault show. I saw Freeloader at um, Middle East. I saw the Shanghai Lows like two or three times. I saw Muck in the Myers a few times. I saw the Black Souls with the Swamp Roots, which is like two guys that were in the Liars. That was in Worcester. And I couldn't even remember if I've seen any other shows because I did not go out a lot this year. I, I did go out quite a bit. And I saw all those, obviously, all those bands you mentioned. Um, but uh, it becomes a, a bit of a blur, Steve. The year... Like if I gotta say, okay, who would I go see this year? I should do what Eric Law does. Eric, like in log them all. He puts he, he puts out like all the shows I've attended in the uh That's yeah. someone I want on my show. Eric Law. I gotta get him on my show. Eric's been on my show once and he and he brought a bag of CDs. And we just played like he played like early era CDs. And he's like, we're gonna and we're gonna have him, he was gonna come on again. And but I I'm like I kind of, I'm kind of booked, Eric. I get a lot of people, but he's have you? He come on, I think in a busted his chops on my podcast. That's good. Yeah, I like, like that, Eric. If you're listening, man, you're welcome on my show. Just because Skybar yeah. doesn't want you anymore, doesn't mean you kick him on my show. At arm's length. Well, I'll get him back on. But yeah, Eric, talk about a, a knowledgeable guy about in the scene. I mean, so I went to a lot of shows. I've been to a bunch of shows, but um. Well, I, I think we agree, though, that the Justine Koval tribute show was the best show of the year. I oh, mean, yeah, yeah. so, you know, I mean, I saw a couple of national shows that did all that, that made my um, national list. I saw the, um, the Screaming Females. I saw the Dolly Rots. Um, I, seen a bunch uh, of shows. I, I think that I was supposed to be at that Dolly Rots show and I was offered guest list and everything and I could not make it because I had Kelly on my show, yeah. you know, and I should have went, but. I don't know. You know what, Sky Bar? I I just don't like to go out that much anymore. I get you. I, I go mean, a lot, but um, well, you know, I know it was a great show and it was lightly attended. I was remember faces. Have you been to faces in Malden? Haven't been there yet, but I got to go there. I wanted to go see the long wait there. It was their hometown show, but I didn't see. There's a lot of shows I was supposed to go to that I didn't make it. Sorry, Kurt, you guys. Know Kurt Baker. You know Kurt Baker. Right? Yeah. Saw Kurt Baker at that, and, and he hadn't been down it was with Jeff Connor, who was there. Baker, uh, geez, um, the, the guy on keys, his name Chris Rogers, great friggin' band. I mean, that and there were maybe 25 people there. And I'm like, this is a great fucking band. Are you got you, are you aware of who these guys are? They're not, you know, that's the thing. You got exactly. certain like bands that are... area and, and... You, you got Baker some band for a long time. Baker was even in Spain for a long time. Kurt Baker. So yeah, they don't know him around here. But I'm like, yeah, plus, you know, he's kind of affiliated with the connection and Jeff Palmer and those guys. And they're like, they go on tour and they do clubs and stuff. And, you know, a lot of bands go out there and they don't have huge crowds, but they deliver the goods every yeah. night. You that's know, what happened this night. They were great, but, uh, but that, that's just a, a couple of shows out of all the shows I went to this year. I went to a lot. Uh, my favorite band right now in Boston, when you look at the whole huge giant picture, you know, no disrespect to the long way because they know I love them. But Muck and the Myers to me, you know, they're, you know, Shanghai Lows. You know, these bands are like far above and beyond <laughs> other bands, if you ask me. That's just my opinion because they're just so good. You yeah, know, Muck and the Myers, another band that constantly puts music out. Right. They, they're, they're prolific. It seems like yearly. They'll put a release in a full length. Seems yeah. like pretty much yearly they do that. They were a great band, but then Pete joined the band. <laughs> and when Pete joined the band, 
Yeah, when Pete joined the band, because the Apangers were one of the great bands I've ever worked with and seen, whatever. And when he came in, they just went to another level. They like did. They, they he closed it out. They're, they're like, yeah, they're a, they always put on a great performance. Were there uh, some Nash, some other national records that? Yeah, you... yeah. Uh, I'll rattle through them quick. Go okay. ahead. Screaming females with desire pathway who just broke up. This they just broke up like. Uh, and I first saw the screaming females. I don't know if you know anything about them. They're um, seven or eight years ago. They opened up for Bob Mold, and I didn't know a thing about them. But I was like, well, I was like, well, that's a great fucking band. And um, so yeah, I like. But they just broke up. But they put a CD called Desire Pathway. Uh, the Hives, the Hives. I know you know the Hives. They're one of the best live bands in the world. They, the death of Randy <laughs> Fitzsimmons is is out, came out this year. A punk band uh, from the UK called Grade Two that I just discovered like a month ago. I love being stumped. Thank you. Grade, grade two. Grade two. The grade and the, the number two. Definitely. I don't have to write that down. I can listen to it on the show. <laughs> They're from the grade band. I think I think you'd like them a lot. They, yeah, like again, they have like um there might be 15 tracks on the CD, uh digital, whatever. I don't know if it's a CD. I get it. I think I get it digital, but a lot of them are like 40 seconds long. They're that kind of band. But what I heard was great. Um and I gotta throw Chris Johnson there, as we said, because she's in Brooklyn now, so going national. And she put the Blue Hour out, which was already out, but this is like a deluxe. And the, the reason I put it in there is because there was a, she put an EP out called, um, that was the name of the EP, the Good EP. And it was just a digital release. So she threw it on the Blue Hour with a bunch of Blue Hour remixes. It, it's with Rumba. It's her first like sign with Rumba. So, and, and we've discussed how I feel about Chris Jones. So I put that in there. The Dolly Rots with Night Owls. That's, that's a, Jeff Palmer again. I'm going. Palmer's from here, but Palmer's in Wisconsin now. Yeah, I know. He moved to Madison, huh? I love yeah, Jeff. Palmer. Yeah, he's another guy. He's like a Marino, where he puts a lot of stuff out. They put a new CD out called "An Otherwise Negative Situation." See, so, he had a pretty good start because when he was like 15 years old, he was in the Queers, right. and then he formed the Guts, and they were an excellent band. And then uh, he went country punk for a while, and yeah. then he got the Connection together. I went to the first Connection show. It was a complete accident that I saw. Oh, actually, you know what? It it wasn't. That was like a. Uh, I put out this compilation called The Scandalous Years, and I had a Jeff Palmer song on it. And he decided that he wanted to have his new band play. And it was their first gig. And I said, sure. And I saw them. And then I saw them again when um, Evan Dando and uh, Gang Green, it was a bunch of people played up at, up in New Hampshire. And I just happened to go up there because I know knew Chris is going to be there, Chris Doherty, and a few other people I know. And, uh, and, and, Jeff is like, he's a great guy too, you know. Jeff so, was on your show, right? Uh, yes, he was on a while ago, and I'm and I'm revisiting. You might like this idea. I'm revisiting some of the early guests and trying to bring some of them back. Uh, yeah, I've done, that. I've done that. Yeah, because um, I feel like the show's gotten better. <laughs> It took a few years, but it's, uh, you know. Yeah, I, I think we all feel that way about our shows. Hopefully we get, you know, you, you learn a little more and you get a little better as it goes on. But that's about it for national stuff. Is uh, let, oh, let me ask you a question about Carissa Johnson, because I know you're close with her. I thought she was going to be huge. I did. When she came out of the box, man, she came out hard. And I was like, yeah. I think she's going someplace. I think she's going to be like the yeah. next level Joan Jet kind of you know, and I don't mean to put that tag on it because her music's not really like Jones, but um, she's a good, Chris is a good songwriter. Why do you think it hasn't happened for her yet? I just think it's so hard. I can't think of anyone that it has happened for. Like in the, out of the Boston scene, it's kind of, I can't think of anyone that's like, if you want to say, quote, made it. The one thing, the one thing I will give her credit for actually is moving away. Cause I think she kind of had tapped Boston for all she could and not that she's like gone across the country, but it's a little different scene in Brooklyn, a little more, a few more clubs. I think she wanted to like establish a new like route somewhere to see if she can take that somewhere. But 
I just think it's hot, and and she's she she her music bounces around a bit. Like I don't think she's pigeonholed, and maybe that that might actually hurt her because she puts like an she put an acoustic CD out, just acoustic. Remember, it was like I think she did it in a church. I played one of those songs on my show, and she did that, and then she'll put out like um, Blue Hour was kind of throw a bit of techno-y stuff in there, a little synthy stuff, synthesizer stuff. So she she wears a lot of different hats, and that might be. To her detriment, maybe because she's not, you know, she's not. You can't say, okay, she's a punk artist or she's a rock artist. She she mixes it up. I re I remember I was living in Pittsburgh when she broke onto the scene, probably 2018 or something like that, not 17. And I was home visiting, and I was at the Middle East having dinner with some people, and she came walking in, and she walked through the room, and I was like, holy shit, this girl's got star written all over her. She had a black leather coat on. She just looked great hair great the vibe. Yeah, yeah. Got the vibe she's she, and and then you listen to her music and you're like wow you know and i remember when she was in the rumble lev was a judge from the charms and she called me and said i saw this band you got to yeah. check them out carissa johnson she's great and uh i did i checked her out and i was like wow there's something going on with this for sure uh, as far as bands making it, it's really hard yeah, these okay. days. All right. You, you got to create your own story. You know, I'm a big fan of Bandcamp. And uh, I think there's still, you know, records that are coming out that are doing well. And you can go on tour and you can make enough money to survive. But if you... Yeah. If you're if you're striving to be the next Taylor Swift or Olivia yeah, Rodrigo, yeah. it's a long way to the top if you want to rock and roll. Right. So. <laughs> like, like to be a working musician, musician, and like not have a real job and sustain yourself with that. I don't. It's tough. Like, and Krista Johnson's trying to do that. I give her credit for that too. And I, I mean, I'm a huge fan of her. I think she should have made it big, and I think I hope she still keeps doing what she does. But. uh but uh, and she also has had a lot of like she'll do photography. She'll do um, so she she reaches out to other things as well. She doesn't just. She's a real artist. Yeah, yeah. She does skateboards, paints skateboards, and whatever. So, so uh, yeah. She's young too, though, right? She's still really young. She's probably think, not even yeah. thirty yet, is she? She might have just turned thirty. Yeah, she's like thirty. That's young. So she has a chance, right? And you know, she's not like like the other a lot of these bands we talked about, like the guys and the guys and girls on the Shanghai Lows. They have jaw. This is like a hobby. Uh, there's like no Brad, one under 50 in that band. <laughs> I, I saw but Brad Marino. A funny thing you should mention. I saw just saw Brad um, two weeks ago. He played. Uh, who did he, he opened up with someone at the Middle East. Actually, I shouldn't say there's no one under 50 in the uh, Shanghai Lows. I could be wrong about that because Jen, Jenny D, I don't know. She doesn't seem like she's. Uh, she's at 50. <laughs> <laughs> Well, Lee Harrington, I know, is, you know, my age. So, you know. <laughs> Get back to Brad Marino. I got, I got we won't say what that age is, by the way. Uh, Brad Marino, when I just <laughs> saw him at the Middle East. Oh, I can't think of who he opened up. Oh, he opened up for, um, it was like a, um, oh, my God. I, the hell, I can't think of it. But He's tall. He said, <laughs> he said to me, he said, uh, he's like, you know, I'm, this is, you know, I knew at a very early age that i had a you know i needed a job to pay the bills like this is just even he's like this is just a hobby more or less all the work he does and he's not he's like he's still i consider him still basically a kid you know so yeah it's hard to sustain yourself just on music yeah you know and i don't i hate to say this because i know people know i'm not very fond of little steven and the underground well i'm not i'm fond of the underground garage but i'm not fond of the guy that runs the whole thing but I think a lot of bands seem to think if they get on that show and they get airplay that they're going to become big. But the it's just not that huge of an audience. You know, it's a garage rock audience. I wouldn't think so. Right. Right. Yeah. I mean, I. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, yeah. And, and like, yeah, Brad's a big. I know big, he's one of those guys that. Muck of the Mayas. So all these, a lot of these. Yeah, I don't think that's I don't think that's the gateway to. Okay, we're on a little Steven Underground Garage. We're we're all set now, anything like that. But no, you know, I mean, the Charms uh, were had the number one album of the year one year, and the next year they had a the number two single song of the year. Right. That was way back in two thousand five yeah. and six. But you know, yeah. You know, we, 
here's the thing. I'm not dissing the fact that they're getting the airplay. My point right. is that, that you've got to get in the van and go on the road and tour. Otherwise, you're never going to build a base for yourself. Look at Susie. We were talking about Susie Moon. She can go all over. She's not huge, but you know what? She can travel all over the country and play venues all over America and make enough money to keep doing it. Yeah, exactly. You got to travel. You got to tour. The and darts. It's a, hard, it's a hard ask for someone. You got to be young to do that, right? Because, uh, you know, when, when you're settled, you can't really pack up and go in a van across the country for two months. You have, you might have bills to pay. To, when you're young, you can do that. But when you're older and you might have bills to pay and things like that, you, you can't do it so much. Yeah, Pete was uh, Pete from the Peasants. Pete Cassani was on my show recently. And he was talking about, you know, I can't sleep on floors anymore. And I'm like, I can relate, dude. I can right. totally relate. You, you, need, you need something to... Good to sleep in. So um, do you go out on New Year's Eve? No. Yeah, meaning I used to. I had to I used a bunch to, of I used times. To a lot of, I used to go see the um, – I saw Joan Jett on New Year's Eve once. That was one of the best – at the Paradise years and years and years ago. I used to go with Sheila Devine a lot on New Year's Eve. I seen a gentleman a couple times. So I used to go out a lot on New Year's Eve, but not in the past 15 years or so. I think the let. I, I think the last New Year's Eve show I went to, and this is a long time ago, is the Charms played with the New York Dolls in New York on New Year's Eve. The thing about that was it was in the, uh, it was in Midtown, right? And I, when I left, I had to go cross the major, you know, the major streets, Eighth Avenue, and and yeah. to get to where I was going. Oh my God, there were a million friggin' people out there. And I couldn't get, I was, I was trying, I remember trying to get through the crowd. And I said, I'm never, ever, ever going to do this again. <laughs> and that was it for me. I haven't got anything in a long time. And that was like 2007, I think. So I don't think I've been to a show. I'll be sleeping by 10 o'clock at night. Yeah, I um, you're on Tuesday nights at eight o'clock. 91.5 if people are in the Boston area, WMFO.org to listen on the internet. And is there anything else that you want to plug before I uh, relieve you from your duties? <laughs> oh, I'm good. I, I, pre I appreciate so much you having me on this because I, I love your podcast. Uh, I think like I said at the outset, you do great work. You do your homework, you do your research. And a lot of people don't, even on radio. Like I, a lot of times people have guests in and I feel like saying, did you even look into who this guy or girl was and, and you do your work and uh but no i'm good uh like i said the radio show uh you'll you'll probably see me at clubs if you go out because i'm out there a lot um you know new alliance we had an art show uh december 8th but we're having a closing ceremony around january you should come down because bands play there they had blood miracle and uh wrong r-o-n-g played last time forgot about that show that was one of the recent show i saw but it was in an art gallery it was at new alliance right. studios but you should come down there and check it out some you know where it is in Min, uh yeah. not in min square uh union square yeah union yeah union square <laughs> too, too many squares man yeah yeah all right sky bar all right stevie thanks a lot thank you man pleasure. happy new year yeah you too thanks Make it easy faking I know how to work the mystery Make it like it's all
if you're keeping track of these things and who knows you might be moving targets make it easy that's about the fourth time i've played that song on this show and i know none of the members of moving targets no longer live in the boston area anymore but to me kenny chambers who started the band he's been the one constant in the band since day one will always be associated with the boston music scene since moving targets started here and of course kenny played with the great bull lavolta one of our favorite bands who we've talked about a zillion times okay speaking of talking i had a lot of fun talking with sky bar i did go off a little bit there on uh, our garage rock friend in new york I'm not sure I should use the word friend anymore, but um, I can't help myself sometimes. So a little controversy there, right? All right. Um, Skybar and I, we have the same type of conversations whenever we see each other as the one we just had on the show. We love the music and we love to talk about it. And I hope you enjoyed it as much as we do. All right. You can reach me at any time at twistedrico at gmail.com. We have Instagram, Facebook, threads, YouTube. There's a TikTok page at Twisted Rico where you can watch clips from the shows. If you want to support this show, check out our Patreon page patreon.com forward slash twisted rico for little as a dollar a month you can support this show definitely appreciate it all right that's gonna do it for 2023 folks we're not gonna talk about 20 well we might end up talking about it a little bit but you know we we have covered it i think uh it was a great year and we're looking forward to a new year here all right, till the next time we say goodbye, this is Blowing Smoke with Twisted Rico. I'm your host, Steve Ricardo. Keep the rock and roll alive.